Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hi, my name is Patrice Nwuka, and I'm a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum. Now, this is the so-called year of the woman, and much attention is focused on how women are treated in public and private life. One area of bipartisan agreement is that violence against women cannot be tolerated. In 1994, President Clinton signed into law the Violence Against Women Act, which provided over $101.5 billion in federal dollars toward investigating and prosecuting violent crimes against women. This act has been reauthorized by Congress a few times, and it's up again. It's up to be reauthorized again. But we need to ask some good questions, like whether the act is really living up to its original purpose and whether our taxpayer dollars are truly helping victims. So today, to help us, here to help us figure all of this out, is Andrea Botner. Now, Andrea uh, is a senior advisor to the Independent Women's Forum. She's founder of Botner Strategies and a former acting director of the U.S. Department of Justice on Violence Against Women. Andrea, welcome to the program. Well, good morning, Patrice. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, to No problem. We're happy to have you. You are our expert on the Violence Against Women Act, which we'll probably refer to as VAWA for our listeners. So if you're wondering what that means, it's the Violence Against Women Act. So Andrea, tell us about your past work on VAWA. Well, Patrice, I was very fortunate uh, to serve as the acting director in the Violence Against Women office, which is located at the Department of Justice. And that office, uh, their goal is to get the taxpayer funds that Congress has approved to go out to the different states in grants, go out in the form of grants, and make sure that those who need assistance, who are dealing with issues of domestic violence, sexual assault, uh, dating violence, stalking, they are able to get the assistance that they need. So you kind of laid out what, what the office did, but just break down very simply, again, what does VAWA do and, and what is the current status right now? Well, VAWA, as you had mentioned, when it was signed into law in a bipartisan way in 1994, uh, the vision of VAWA was to make sure that no woman or man is ever uh, living in fear of violence. There was a recognition that there was violence in some of our families, in some of our homes, and that had been a recognition that was, some would say, slow in coming. It was a surprise to some, and in 1994, the government decided to put a bit of a spotlight on this issue. And so this act was created to recognize the problem and to make sure that assistance, support, and awareness was brought to the issues of domestic violence and sexual assault. So it goes out, taxpayer money is sent out uh, in grants to the states, and then organizations are uh, competing for those grants. And then they are the ones who give on-the-ground assistance to the women, the children, and now some of the men that need this assistance. We will have, it seems, quite a nice debate after December, hopefully before <laughs> December 7th um, or on December 7th. That is when Congress is set to, they have to reauthorize, they have to okay the money and the funding so that the act can continue to work. 
Excellent. We're going to revisit that timeline um, towards the end, but you know, you you were you were getting into a really good discussion about the organizations that receive federal funding through VAWA. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that every that those funds are being um, used uh, uh, effectively? Um, and, and you know, really, just talk about how Congress can improve on VAWA. Well, I think there are many ways that it could be improved. VAWA is a sort of legislation. The reason that it's reauthorized every five years is because Congress should be looking at new threats, perhaps that have come up. They need to be looking at what works and what doesn't. And unfortunately, over the years, there have been problems with VAWA, um, problems of accountability, lack of monitoring, taxpayer money being wasted. And those problems continue to bubble up, but they haven't really been addressed. So that is really my, my main problem is the lack of transparency and the improved uh, accountability measures that need to be really inserted into this debate. uh, Those those are two really key issues, accountability and transparency. You did touch on also um, some of those new threats to, to, you know, violence that women are facing. Is there any one in particular that you want to highlight? I most certainly would like to highlight a practice, a horrific practice called female Mm -hmm. genital mutilation or FGM for short. And it is just it's probably unbelievable to most people who will be listening to this that this practice mm-hmm. occurs globally. Millions of, of young girls are subjected to this practice around the globe every year. And we have, in a very frightening way, see this, seen this practice come to our country. And so right now, um, the U.S. Congress has acted, and they have basically passed a law saying, This sort of female genital mutilation cannot stand. It is illegal. It will be punished um, if it is discovered here in the United States. And this legislation was unanimously approved not even a year ago. So what we are fighting right now to do is make sure that that recognition of female genital mutilation, it needs to be included in the Violence Against Women Act. We need to put the spotlight on this practice in the most appropriate legislation there is right now, which is the Violence Against Women Act. So that is really Mm -hmm. something we're looking at the legislation saying this is a threat, a practice that we might not have known about in 1994, but we know about it today, and the act needs to reflect that. That's terrific. So Congress has an opportunity here to deal with female genital mutilation, and then also to bring accountability and transparency to how our tax dollars are being spent on such an important issue. Now, to me, that sounds like common sense, no brainer. Um, are, are there critics? Is there anyone who would oppose these changes? Well, you know, I would, I would hate to think that there are people out there who would say that they're for female genital mutilation. I think that would be um, somewhat improbable. However, unfortunately and cynically said, when there is so much money available to different organizations, oftentimes the focus on serving those who need the assistance, sometimes that can take a backseat to the the bottom line of the particular organization. And sometimes political correctness enters in. And, And, you know, in a practice like female genital mutilation, there might be folks who are looking not at the victims of that, 
but perhaps at the color of their skin and not wanting to get into a cultural debate. And again, I think we just need to look at the practice is horrific. There is no health benefit Mm -hmm. to it. And in the United States of America, we should be the loudest critics of such a practice. I I think you you certainly have my agreement on that, Andy. So um, returning to the question about the status of VAWA, you know, what's next? What would tell us a little bit more about the timeline and um, and what you know, folks should, should be doing? Well, right now, as um, um, September 30th, this past September 30th, so just a few weeks back, that was when VAWA was supposed to have been reauthorized. Unfortunately, Congress um, did not want to have that discussion, most likely because of the election they're facing in the next couple weeks. So they basically mm-hmm. delayed the discussion. And right now, the next deadline is before December 7th. That is when Congress should reauthorize. So right now, um, both the House and the Senate are looking at VAWA. They're, they're talking about it. They're discussing issues that should or shouldn't be included. And I think the best thing for listeners to do would be to contact their local congressperson or senator and urge that there are um, FGM measures included and urge that uh, greater transparency and monitoring needs to be a part of the new VAWA. Excellent. Um, Andy, uh, Andrea, thank you so much for giving us uh, this rundown of uh, the Violence Against Women Act and, you know, two to common sense reforms that Congress really can adopt, which is bringing transparency and accountability, number one, to how the, the tax dollars are being spent to ensure that they're actually going to victims. And then number two, including female genital mutilation, which is something that I, I think everyone should be against. And, and this is not a politically correct discussion. It's not a race discussion. It's about uh, a human, a humanity discussion. So to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. If you want to read more about Andrea's proposal, she has a great essay in The Hill. It's entitled, Let's Reauthorize a Better Violence Against Women Act. And you can visit our website at iwf.org to read the full um, essay that Andrea wrote. And then don't forget to like and rate this podcast on iTunes so that you can, so that others can discover great conversations that we have with smart, powerful women. Um, and we provide analysis on pol- politics, pop culture, uh, and policy. So visit our website, like us on iTunes, and rate us on, and, and rate our podcast as well. And we hope that you guys will tune in again to our next discussion. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media or stop by iwf.org for similar content.